All right. Oh, yeah. The, this is the second stint of the XFL. Yeah. When was it first round? Mm, let's see. By the way, we're back. More under review, Chase and Nico. Season four, episode two. We're talking 2001. about the, 2001. That sounds about. It lasted about from. It lasted one season, February 3rd, 2001, April 21st. It's about the same timeline. So, uh, we were talking about it over the break, the XFL, what they make. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and read them off those stats if you want. All right, people. Let's start by saying... I'm a bad throat itching. <laughs> Let's start by saying... The Nico's throat's itching. All right, there we go. All right. So, the NFL minimum salary... Yeah. Is 480K. Okay. Six figures. The CFL, Canadian Football League, minimum salary is $65,000. That's not very much, but still... That's a minimum salary. So now we're down to the XFL. Yep. $55,000 a season. For 10 weeks, potentially 12 games. I'm assuming you probably get paid more if you make the playoffs. I would hope so. You would have to. You'd you'd have to. That or you wouldn't want to make the playoffs. (laughs) If you're going to get paid the same for one or two less games. But that's $5,500 a game. Would you at home play a professional football game for $5,500? I mean, most people are yeah. you know, <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm like yeah. that meme of what's your name? She's like, this is the, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. You can't see our faces, but you know the one. She was on she was on the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. I mean, um there's just so much injury. You'd have to be trained. You'd have to be trained and, and ready for that. If we're just oh, getting yeah. off the couch, I probably wouldn't just because oh, it wouldn't no could be enough to cover the surgery I need once I get hit <laughs> exactly. once too hard and my knee's gone. Exactly. Man, I got nervous playing in the yard the other day that I was going to step in a pothole and need a third knee surgery. So I wouldn't last two seconds in the XFL. Maybe back in my, back in my day, I could probably last two or three plays. Today, no way. Uh... <laughs> I have been uh, doing yoga and stuff though lately, so I'm, I'm much more flexibility. I'm more flexible than I used to be three, about that three or four strength. weeks ago. Oh yeah, man! I'm gonna be someday. I'm gonna be in here just like bending all over the place. I'm just gonna put my leg around my neck and just be chilling. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be sitting here and just what's up, dude? I just you know. I'll just be, I'm, I'm gonna be over here up? like whoa 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 now. Be like you got a lot of dip on your chip today. Man. I'll just I'll just be sitting in the chair with both of my legs up in the air, just chill. You know, no big deal. I wonder what type <laughs> of imagery the people are getting from that man. Man, I hope it's just it's exactly what you think it would be. Just I, I want you I want that to be the last thing you think about tonight. Like you're going to bed, you're about to fall asleep, and you're like, oh god, I just remembered Chase in a donut a human donut <laughs> that's actually mad crazy but that flexibility is an important key though that's true very true i respect it very true yeah i like it it's relaxing yoga's fun yeah, I can, it's cool. I, i've been doing a little bit myself oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of hot yoga yeah, yeah. I, so, I do it in a hoodie with oh i do it at home but like with the i have the heat on it's not like that hot but i sweat a little bit but you know Mm-hmm. Got the hoodie. I always liked working out with a hoodie. Have the hood on, all rocky looking. Yeah. You know, get all, yeah. I'm sure that's what the people tuned in to hear about is my workout routines. I do, uh, you know, exactly eight push-ups and four sit-ups every day to keep this beer gut going. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, no, not really. I don't okay, work so. out. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I go three times <laughs> a week, and I'm, I'm in the middle of this deep fast, man. I've been on a diet. I'm not fasting, but been on a low-calorie diet. You know? Eating right is the real key. Dude, People really awesome. think you can lift as much as you want. If you don't eat right, it literally doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. No, the thing is, I feel so much better eating, uh, you know, more vegetables, fruits, uh, you know, natural foods instead of processed stuff. Yeah. You know, and then doing all the the yoga stuff. You know, it's it's nice. It's nice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not on here to push my lifestyle on people. But, right. But you know, we're just talking, having a, huh? Filling some airtime. There's not a lot to talk oh, about today. I, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dang, I don't. Dang, I didn't want to. I didn't want to let them know. Uh, <laughs> the show um, must go. No, on. no, no. But we do have a few things. Today yeah. was National Signing Day, the late one, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Used to National Signing Day meant something, but now with the early signing period, it's like, eh, cool. Um, we can also discuss trade deadline for the NBA. See, Definitely the NFL, see, no, no trade deadline in any sport is like that of the uh, NBA. It's always got fireworks. Oh yeah, with the NFL, you might get one or two that you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Like, what was it? Um, the Rams, I feel like got somebody last year. Uh. It was. They, they, it was. They, uh, got, they, they traded got Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, that was the big. But that was like that was it. The NBA. It always feels like there's always a few. Like okay, the Rockets just traded Clint Capella for dirt, for nothing. Boston Celtics. Why did you not go after Clint Capella? I guess they didn't want him, right? Because they had. They could have given up. I would have been fine giving up Daniel Tice, the Memphis pick. Because I mean, what what. Are the Celtics going to do with draft picks right now? What are they going to do? They got a 21 year old or 22, however old Jason Tatum is. Jalen Brown's like 23, 24. You got two young dudes. You got Kimball Walker. Mm-hmm. You still got Romeo Langford. You still got Robert Williams. Like, what do they need a draft pick for? And Memphis's pick isn't going to be as good. I mean, yeah, it, if it if they're out of the top, whatever, it goes to next year. But Memphis is just getting better, man. Memphis is about to be good. That draft pick's not going to be as great as it once was. Um, please. I know I've come on the air and said this for two years. Free Devin Booker. I just saw the Suns are currently fielding calls, taking calls for Kelly Oubre, who's been absolutely a stud this year. He's really grown his game over the last couple of years. And Dwight Howard approves. <laughs> dude, like, come on, the Suns, dude. Dude, please rescue Devin Booker, man. Somebody come get this dude because I can't take this anymore, and I know he can't. Jesus Christ. He's going to be a snub there. Somebody rescue D-Book, D- man. What's even a good comparison for for him? Just a a great player just rotting on a bad team. Like that's a good uh, a good question to ask. Like who's the best player that never played for a good team? Like oh I, wow, <laughs> I, you got I, I actually got to think. There's been okay. Because I mean I guess you know if you're. Hold on, let's let's just technically if you're great enough then you can make any t- like LeBron some of his Cavs teams were terrible and he made them great. Um are we talking who never are all-stars and never make the playoffs or what? I don't know. All-stars never ended. make the playoffs. <gasps> Greatest players to never make the playoffs. I don't know. Okay, this <gasps> It's too it's too easy to make the playoffs in the NBA. There there probably aren't many players that have never made the playoffs. I mean like Nate Williams um, he was the first overall pick in 1971. He played 642 NBA games. Um, 
his best season with the Kansas City Omaha Kings, <laughs> who were coached by Bob Cousy and also okay. faced Tiny Nate Archibald, okay. and current Houston Rockets coach Mike D'Antoni. Okay. He averaged 15 and a half, 4.2 rebounds. Yeah. The greatest player to never be an all-star, in my opinion, is Mike Conley. I don't know if I'd put him as the greatest. I would have to see a list of others, but he's the first one that always comes to mind. George Thompson. Why are they putting all these new names on here? All right, here we go. What? Clark. Hello. Who's the best player in the this league? This is from 18. Who's Clark. the best player in the league right now to never make the playoffs? I don't know who's never D-book. made the playoffs. Yeah, probably just him, right? Yeah, because I mean, Towns made it. Yeah, God, can we talk about how bad the Timberwolves are? Yeah. Ever since they tweeted uh, that meme about, oh, you thought the Timberwolves were going to be bad this year, and it was Cat laughing, they're like 5-90 and 90 or something. Not really, because that's Ooh. a few too many games, but they're okay. horrible since then. Here we go. Let's hear it. Top 10 NBA players will never All-Stars. This is somebody else's list, not okay. ours, but we'll see if we agree. Josh Smith from the Hawks. Josh yeah. Smith was never an he All-Star? Had some, nope. He, he had, had some, some great really years. good seasons. Yeah, he was he was uh he was a stud. I mean, he was never never just phenomenal, but he was always really good. Ron Harper, I can agree with that because for his career, he averaged like oh, let's list. I was gonna say <laughs> like he averaged nineteen point three points, five rebounds, and five assists over eight years. See, I think most of these are gonna be news to me that they weren't all stars because I don't know. I, I'm not you got studied up on that. I guess Jamal Crawford. Huh. See, I would think that he would have been one, too. At least one, because when he used to be a starter, people forget. Him and um, Lou Will, two best sixth men ever. Well, Monty Lamar Chimley. Odom. Yeah, okay. So those are the four <laughs> four great sixth men. Mike Bibby, which mm. still crazy because he had in the early 2000s, now. they had some years he was just crazy. You've seen the pictures of him now, right, where mm-hmm. he's just jacked. jacked. Yeah. He's you like gotta, a coach of some really good high school He's got to be on, you know, some kind of performance enhancer. Yeah, or something. I'm sure. <laughs> that Mike Conley shredded. right there, like you said, at number five. Okay. Marcus Camby. Okay. He's gotten a bunch of all defensive team nods and defensive player of the year, but was never. Wait, wait, wait. How do you get defensive player of the year and not be an all-star? I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense. Monte Ellis. That dude was a baller back in the day. Tony I remember, Kukoc. I remember when they were trying to make him and Steph fit and a lot of people were like oh no you got to keep Ellis you got to keep Monte Ellis instead of Steph and we see how that now worked out (laughs) I remember playing with Steph on 2k around that time I was like man Steph is really good on 2k I wish his ankles would be healthy for once and then what do you know he got healthy healthy and the rest is history yeah Lamar Odom yeah Dude, as a rookie, Lamar Odom averaged 16.6, basically 17 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists as a rookie. That's a heck of a rookie line, man. His dude, he dude was a freaking beast, man. People forget. It's funny, all the revisionist history, because like, people were going back trying to say that like the, the 2010 Lakers, it was just Kobe. Some people try to say it's it was Kobe and a bunch of scrubs, and some people try to say that Pau Gasol was the best player on the team, and neither one of those are true. You had Kobe, mm-hmm. who was amazing in that series. Pau Gasol was great in that series, but you also had Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher. I mean, they had a good, they had a really good team. And I know I'm leaving other players out, but I mean, they were good. I mean, you got to have talent to win a championship, man. 
people, do. People, it's so much that goes into people. That. People are so dumb. Y'all are dumb. Y'all listen. All of y'all. Y'all dumb. We're the only smart ones in the room. <laughs> the only ones. The only ones. So is that the end of the list? I wasn't keeping up with the number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the trade deadline coming up, I don't know, man. You're right. I'm not going to lie. We're in that sort of gray area show-wise, too. Yeah, once the Super Bowl's over, man. Because the baseball NBA... hasn't even started spring training, but yeah. I don't want to talk about that until it's October exactly. when it's important games. And well, the... Mookie Betts. Yeah, that That's was worthy. Big. That's huge. What they... And they got David Price. Like... So an already superstar pitching staff they had. I don't even really follow baseball that closely. I mean, I know the names. I know the teams. I know who wins the World Series and stuff like that, but... What 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 were they doing, man? How do you just get? Re- I mean, I know they didn't want to pay him, but they. I do. I how how do you just get rid of Mookie Betts? Like, He's literally second best player in the game. Yeah, like right I, behind Mike Trout. Yeah. How do you just deal that dude? Just ah, get out of here. I know you pay the man. <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah, uh, Super Bowl's over. XFL's about to start. The NBA still hasn't really geared up. kicked into gear. Once you get after once once the All Star weekend passes next weekend, that's when you're gonna see. Everybody, this is this is the final push. Yeah. Okay, like this is the little this is the the sleeping sleepwalking. Yeah, this is because you've already got the All Star game announced. All the players are just trying to get to next weekend. You know, hey, if we get through these next two or three games, it'll be All Star weekend. We get a break. We're gonna chill. We're gonna have some fun. And then we're going to step it up a notch. Then it's the playoff push, and that's when the NBA gets really fun, which, I mean, it's timed perfectly, obviously. The NFL ends, and NBA goes, oh, well, we're it now. We better start playing. And Mm -hmm. then they steal the country's interest. College basketball. This is I'm not going to lie. I haven't really enjoyed this season. Because I don't want to see all the upsets now. I'm trying to see it come tournament time. So... Exactly. Uh, I mean, I like that it's a level playing field, but there, there's no storyline in college basketball. Who's the best player in college basketball? I don't know. You know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's it's, very valid. Who's the best team? I don't. Probably Baylor. Maybe a, so hell, far, but yeah. come come tournament well, yeah, time. Yeah. What's you know what's separating them from Duke? Yeah, that, Duke and North Carolina's this weekend. When's the last time you were this uninterested in Duke, North Carolina? Duke's gonna beat them by ninety. And Duke's not even that. Or if North Carolina wins, nobody's even really going to care, you know? Horrible North Carolina beats top 10 Duke. But yeah, we were saying off the air, there's no star power in college basketball this year, which is leading to it being just an open – I mean, any this is a year that a nine seed could win the championship, man. Whoever's hot. Whoever's hot. I, I'm, I'm feeling really bad for the top seeds because in my – I always do about six brackets – yeah. I do my what I actually think is going to happen. I, I always do my have picking the, with my heart. I yeah. do my picking with my brain. I do my upsets only. I do my favorite favorites win out, you know. But this yeah. year, all of mine are going to be super heavy with upsets. Oh, for sure. This is all about matchups. And, and for the first time, this actually feels why Every year, there's been at least one dominant team yeah. who they maintain that dominance even through the tournament. Yeah. They may not win it all, but they make it to like the Final Four. I mean, yeah, last year, I mean, coming in, it's like Duke is the team to beat, even though they're inexperienced. They make it to the Elite Eight and get upset. You know, but you knew coming in that Duke, North Carolina are going to be there. Virginia probably, Kentucky, if they could Villanova. actually win in the first round, yeah. And, uh, you know, so Auburn was the team that got hot. Texas Tech was a bit of a surprise. But, you know, besides that, it was pretty, pretty cut and dry. But this year, man, it's – it's anybody's game. Anybody that makes the field could win it. Well, 
16 isn't going to win it. But a 16 could win again this year. It could happen, yeah. especially a team like Little Rock. I know we aren't supposed to like them, but, I mean, if they're representing the Sun Belt, if they win the conference and they get in as a 16 seed, I'm definitely rooting for them. They'll probably actually be higher than a 16, though. They'll probably be a 14, 15. I don't think they'd be a 16. I don't think they'd be that low. But A-State has a chance to make the tournament legitimately. They've been by, by winning the like yeah. you say, my oh yeah the, yeah they they the Sun Belt won't get in that large but um Little Rock is the only one that could maybe get in that large and they're not going to but A State's consistently been in the top four of the Sun Belt so if they get that seating that's what it's all about if you get in the top four I mean you start in the quarterfinals mm-hmm. of the Sun Belt tournament so all you gotta do is win three games if you're top four and they can win three games. So, we'll learn a lot about them this weekend. I know we didn't do our A-State aftermath, but we'll learn a lot about them this weekend when they travel to Little Rock and kind of see what they're really made of. I'm going to go to that game. I'm thinking about it. I'll, I mean, I was, I'm going to be down there. I was yeah. going to head. I was, normally, I head back now on, like, Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. I'm playing Mario Kart, y'all, <laughs> while talking, and, like, I just completely burned out on my start. Jesus That's Christ. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go to that game. It should be a good game. Um, it'll be fun. We'll we'll find out a lot about both teams. Um, I don't know, see. That's what I'm talking about. We got you have to drag to make a college basketball story. Yeah, There's no good NBA stories. Not yet. Dame was doing great, and, and he cooled he off cooled a little off. bit. <laughs> yeah, he had a better stretch just now than James Harden has ever had, and I said that out loud. James. Oh yeah. And by the way, if you ever needed proof that James Harden. Is a stat chaser just like Russell Westbrook? Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. There should be proof in him getting upset with Austin Rivers, um, taking that rebound that prevented his triple double. Yeah. Like I've been said for the longest that one of my biggest issues with them was that they're stat chasers. They're not authentic triple doubles anymore. Oh yeah, the triple double. At one point, I mean, it's always kind of been a little too hyped up, but especially lately, like. Russ averaging the triple-double was phenomenal. The fact that you can average double digits. But him averaging like 31, 10, and 10 isn't more impressive to me than somebody averaging like 28, 14, and 7. You know, like mm-hmm. those are on par with each other. Not just because, oh, well, his is a triple-double. Well, yeah, but, you know, what's the... And, what's, and, Russ, and like with Russ's, it felt authentic when he was still in OKC. He had to do that. Oh, yeah. Because he, he had, had to carry them boys in. He had in. to do everything just to keep that team afloat that one year. But nowadays, a triple-double is just a thing. But Kawhi just got his first. That's how you know he doesn't stat hunt. Yeah. I mean... Dog. Yeah. The f- <laughs> I, it, it took, I can't believe it took him so long. Y'all like that recovery? <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I can't believe it did take him this long in his career, though, to get one. It was crazy. But the fact that arguably the best player in the NBA. I don't think he is, but you can still make the argument that, I mean, he's the reigning finals MVP. You know, Kawhi is, he's right there with anybody. The fact that it took him this long in his career to get one is really weird, but at the same time, it's like he's been one of the best players in the league the whole time without getting triple doubles. So do they really matter that much? No, they never have. What's what's the difference in getting... They become so discounted now. Like, you know, I remember in the day, back in the day, when triple doubles were super hard to get. So the fact Oscar Robertson did that for a full season, it seemed it would never be touched. And then here comes Russ. Does it two years in a row? Yeah, three years. Did he make it three years? Yeah. He was close last year, but... Yeah, it, 
it's just sort of discounted now because there's so much statistic hunting. And there's so much scoring in today's league, too. Like, the scores this year have been in the 140s, like, often. You know, so, I mean, stats are inflated, and I don't have a problem with it. It's just when you look at – when you compare stats, you got to look at them contextually, you know. Uh, you know, Bill Russell averaging 21 rebounds back in the day. That will never be touched. Yeah, because that's not how the game – you know, it, it doesn't work like that anymore, you know. You're not going to get that many rebounds in a game. Uh, but then again, the like back in the day, the most threes in a game – when the three-point line came up, like I think they said, Steph hit more threes in his second MVP season than Larry Bird hit, like in his career. And Larry Bird was a good three-point shooter, but they didn't shoot threes back then. It didn't matter. So stats are just you got to take all of them with a grain of salt. You can't just, you know, it's yeah. I don't the direction the NBA is going to. Analytics are ruining the NBA. The Rockets know all about that. Because man, their I, love of analytics is done I hate absolutely Rockets. nothing. I hate everything about their organization, man. It's just they're just trash. Yeah. You're trash. They're not gonna win anytime soon. You're trash, Mike D'Antoni. And by the way, um, for the sake of Kobe being Bryant, I'm I'm really hoping the Lakers win it, man. That'll be really the perfect For the first perfect. time ever, I'm not gonna have a problem if the Lakers win it. Yeah. I mean the Bucks, man, though, they're they're on a sneaky, sneaky pace right now. They're one of like eight teams in NBA history to win like forty-three of their first fifty games. They're the last time I looked, they were like one or two games behind the uh, seventy-three and nine Warriors, which now they're forty-three and seven. So they've lost one since I last checked. So I got now that the team that they have listed on there. I mean, the other the Warriors team is that team from 2016. It's the is that the 20 is that the 73 9 or is that the one KD? Because I know that team also the, won like 65. The six it's if it's the 15 slash 16 Warriors, that's the 73 wins. Oh, so no, so they 16, got the 16 17. Well, it doesn't, I mean, they're both, yeah. I mean, that so, was actually crazy how good the Warriors were. Those that was, what's crazier yeah. is in that final season. They only won like fifty something games, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but they had a lot of injuries that year. But somehow but the, still made it. But the Bucks are forty three and seven. This is a better pace games. than they were on last year. And last year, how many games did they win? Sixty two. Yeah, they won over sixty. They're definitely going to win sixty this year. They're going to flirt with seventy. But the I just but is it going to translate in the playoffs? There's no big bad Kawhi out there for them now. Yeah, I mean the East is. They easily well, pretty strong. The fact that the Raptors are in second place without Kawhi, just imagine if Kawhi had come back, man. They probably could have re- repeated. I mean, who's going to stop them? I don't know. I think the Lakers and well, the Clippers still with Paul George would be incredibly formidable. Yeah. Uh, I would say, and I think the Rockets could have beat them. Not now. Not now, but well. I don't. I don't. I think the Rockets are the done. The Rockets man. with CP3, I think, could have still beat them, sir. Oh, I'm talking about this year. I think okay. the Rockets are done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, They're no, cooked. It's not gonna. It's not a good They're experiment. Cooked. Is failing. Yep. Um, I just no. Here's the thing. I think it's gonna suck. I think the Grizzlies aren't making the playoffs. I nah, think cause they won't. But it's fun while they're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun that they're. T- I mean, they're at 500. They're 25 and 25, eighth seed in the West. That's that's awesome for a team led by a rookie in a second year that's like younger than the rookie. Um, but yeah, for reference, the Bucks have 43 wins. Second most in the NBA is 38. So they're five wins ahead of the Lakers. 
The Lakers have lost four more games. The Lakers are having a great year at 38 and 11. And the Bucks are just amazing, 43 and 7. Raptors in second place at 30. The Raptors are seven games behind first place. Celtics are only eight and a half, tied with the Heat in the fourth seed, both at 34 and 15. Sorry, tied at the three seed. Um, with the and the 76ers, man, they're they're a disappointment so far, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I hate the Sixers. That fit, you know. It's it's not where I mean they could still pull it together, but they remind me so much of last year's Celtics, just dysfunction. And I don't I don't know that they're gonna get it together. You want to do a second hour, or you want to just go ahead and wrap this one up a little early? Wrap it up, then. No, what you what you want to do, man? I mean, we didn't talk. In, I didn't know if you. Oh, dude, I'm bombing this race, y'all. <laughs> that should tell y'all the state of sports right now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because we're almost at the hour point. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we, we could put a bow on this one, and we, we can if you want. I was we, gonna say I didn't know if you wanted to like talk some culture, or music, or something or not. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Seems like a kind of reach today, huh? Yeah. Today's one of those days. It's all rainy outside. We just had some professional. Um, photographs taken of us so we've been we're gonna be looking good um we got some some secrets some surprises coming up for you guys so you know stay tuned for that but yeah if if we want to i mean i don't know there's not much else to talk about it really isn't so i guess i'm gonna go ahead and cue this music up we'll just call it an old-fashioned one-hour episode today yeah no big deal it just wasn't much out there for us yeah well if you made it this far Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry that if our game was a little off today. I mean, we got the, we got the Super Bowl review. You know, we got, yeah. we got we got some we got some content. A little XFL. This is just the the lull, so we'll get through it. Hopefully, this weather will start uh, responding a little better. Sun might come. It's supposed to, I think, be sunny like two more days, and it's supposed to rain all next week. So but then it's supposed to be so cold with the sun. And yeah, the rain. the winter is finally. The groundhog didn't see a shadow, but winter hasn't even gotten here yet. So I'm still bracing for that. Um, I thought I had something to say, but I guess when we come back next time, we're gonna have some A State content. Talk about Arkansas State versus Little Rock coming up this weekend we can talk about the xfl coming up we'll have more really nba all-star game preview type stuff coming up yeah we'll be on our game we were we, little little sidetracked with uh business ventures at the moment yeah. so y'all, hey y'all be on the lookout man we're really okay. trying to do something wink there. wink you'll see you'll see what's up so i guess that's all we got for today if you made it this far the keyword for today is photograph photograph like nickelback yeah. Right? Or like Def Leppard. Yeah. Either way. Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. For Nico, I'm Chase. This has been Under Review with Chase and Nico, Season 4, Episode 2. And we will see you guys next time. Peace out.